Hello, this is Frank Falvey with Frank's Presents, and in our continuing series on candidates for the Town of Franklin office, I want to welcome Beth Rowling as Frank. a candidate for Planning Board. Thank you for having me, Frank. Welcome. Thank you. Beth, where, where did you grow up? Well, Frank, I actually grew up not too far down the road here in Mansfield. Um, so I spent my my childhood years at Mansfield High School, middle school, and got my education there. Mm -hmm. And mentioning uh, Mansfield, they had a great music program. They did. A wonderful, mm -hmm. uh, and I forget the fellow's name when I was involved uh, with, uh, with my daughters in music. But it was outstanding. And I gather you were in the band in the orchestra? I was. Um, our music instructor, Mr. Conti, actually uh, was my, my band instructor. I was in the marching band, the um, jazz band. I played um, the clarinet, the bass clarinet. I played um, the, the trombone, and I played the baritone horn. Um, so I was uh, very, uh, very excited to be able to participate in the marching band. And I love watching Franklin's marching band during the, the parades and kind of throw myself back into that time and love watching them march down. And you know, my husband and I like to, to watch them, and he always laughs at me whenever I see them coming because I get super excited and bring myself right back to my high school days of being in the marching band. <laughs> and I understand you still love jazz. I do love jazz, yep, especially the big band period. That's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, Duke Ellington, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. Paul Whiteman. Yep, uh, yep, Count uh, Basie and all Count. of those are my favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, Bob Crosby, uh, Glenn Miller. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely wonderful. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then from high school, where did you go to college? I went to UMass Amherst, mm -hmm. um, where I studied um, environmental design with a concentration in urban studies and a minor in political science. And then I went on to Clark University um, in Worcester, Mass, where I have a master's of public administration. That is absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Uh, are you married? I am. My husband, Bob, and I, we live right here in um, downtown Franklin, right near the Common. Um, we actually um, first lived over by Dean College on School Street. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's amazing, but you actually were the town planner mm -hmm. for the town of Franklin. I and was. Voters, you might have received this in the mail, uh, and, and I am totally impressed with your qualifications. Uh, you're a planning and construction manager for the Kraft Group. You were the town planner for the town of Franklin. Uh, you were a part of the Franklin Downtown Partnership, and you were part of the Metro West Energy and Sustainable Development Committee. Yes. I'd say very qualified. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like to think I am. Uh, you know, I, I like to think my experience can really be brought to this planning board. Um, my background um, as the former town planner, um, many of the bylaws that are on our books today, I had a hand in writing. Our master plan, which I know is due for review, um, I, I wrote um, along with our planning staff and many of our other departments and some of our current town councilors um, and input from uh, many other of our boards and committees. Um, our master plan, our open space plan. Um, I participated in so many of our boards and committee meetings. Um, I'd like to think that insight I can bring forward to the planning board. Um, being a municipal employee, you're, you can't participate on a board, but now I have that opportunity and I'm really looking forward to giving back if I'm able to, to 
have a seat on that board. Let's begin with the town planner. Mm -hmm. What is the duties of the town planner? So, I and, think and let's say that that is a paid position, a the, professional. The town planner themselves, yep, yeah, that that duty, um, they are responsible for reviewing plans that come in to the planning board and giving um, an opinion to the planning board whether they meet the bylaws of the town. And then the board themselves take that um, review from the planner um, and uh, enforce um, what is on the books for the bylaws. Mm -hmm. So you actually, this site at 23 Hutchison Street, which was an Indian restaurant in Turco's mm -hmm. Market, you actually reviewed the site before it went to the planning board. I did, yes. I reviewed the site plans um, and made sure it was compliant with the, the parking regulations and uh, worked with the town engineer to review drainage and um, gave opinions to the planning board before it was approved. Mm -hmm. You're, you're currently with the Kraft Group, which is the owners of the uh, Patriots, and I gather also the owners of Patriot Place. Correct. Mm -hmm. And you, you were telling me th that what's happening with this thing next to the movie theater? A, a yeah, so right now under construction, if you go over there, you'll see that there is um, an indoor skydiving facility being built, which is slated to be open in, in another year or so. It's a very exciting opportunity. The nearest one, I believe, is in New Hampshire, and there's one in Connecticut, I think. Mm -hmm. So well, it'll be one that's in between. It'll be fun to, to be able to go and do that. Mm -hmm. That scares the living daylight. <laughs> me too, me. I have to be honest <laughs> with you. But it's exciting. There's so many people that are looking forward to that happening. Mm -hmm. So you're a planner for the, and you're overseeing uh, projects, and this is one of the projects you're overseeing. Uh, it's one of the projects that my office is overseeing. Oh, so yeah. I, um, I'm fortunate enough to be involved in overseeing lots of other things in the stadium. One of the most recent projects I oversaw was the construction of the Patriot Place stage. Um, so many people, I'm sure, are able to go to Patriot Place. We'll see near Bar Louie a nice new stage with trees and grass. Um, that was one of the projects that I oversaw. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I discovered a gem. I knew what was there uh, at by Bass uh, uh, Pro Shop or the Bass Clothing Store, mm -hmm. uh, there is a, uh, a a cranberry bog walk yes. that you can actually walk in back of the building, and actually it's quite a well for someone my age it was quite a a long uh, walk, but you walk uh, through the woods, you walk along the cranberry mm -hmm. bog, and it looks like it's almost an active cranberry bog. It is an active cranberry bog. It's uh, it's really great to see that it's still operating, and it's a nice family walk. It's very it's it's low key, um, and there's parking available there. It's it's a great opportunity to go and get out, and you can also then walk over and enjoy some stores and restaurants in the area. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. it, it is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, coming back to the planning board. What does the planning board actually do? So the planning board has a very defined role. So they are primarily responsible for enforcing and reviewing um, the subdivision control law, Mass General Law, as well as our subdivision control law. Um, and they review site plans um, and special permits, some special permits, um, uh, chapter, they um, review um, A&R plans. Um, they also are responsible for recommending um, bylaws that are brought forward from town council. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But who initiates the bylaws, the planning board or the town council? They come recommended from the town council to the planning board, and the planning board has an opportunity to comment on them and send them back to the town council for approval. That seems a strange place for them to uh, originate from. Is that because of state laws or, or changes? Why would the town council be involved in in uh, uh, That's a very good board, question. Planning board bylaws. That's a good question, Frank. Um, I think it's the way that our charter is written. So um, that's the way it, it originates, and um, it's something that's probably maybe something that should be looked at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, the planning board, uh, I still, first of all, can you draw a distinction for me between the plan, what the planning board does and what the zoning board of appeals does? Uh, so the Zoning Board of Appeals issues variances. They also review Chapter 40B housing developments. And the Planning Board reviews site plans. Um, the, the Zoning Board also reviews some, some um, special permits, but it depends on which ones. Um, it's defined clearly in um, Chapter 185, our, um, our zoning bylaws, which, which uses are approved by Planning Board and which uses are approved by Zoning Board. Um, so the Planning Board, Zoning Board doesn't review subdivisions, well the Planning Board does. Um, planning Board reviews site plans um, and special permits um, that are clearly defined by Chapter 185. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Chapter 185 relates to, to what? Our zoning bylaws. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Chapter 40A, Mass General Law, is also um, our, our, uh, the, the zoning regulations. And, and the, does the town of Franklin have much leeway in, in the planning, in the planning board, or does state law uh, pretty much cover what you have to do? The state law really dictates a lot of what we can do. Mm -hmm. And so where is the wiggle room around what issues? Uh, there isn't really a whole lot of wiggle room. I think it's pretty clearly defined. Mm -hmm. That's my personal opinion. Uh -huh. um, there, there's rules and regulations in place, and um, they're there to follow. Um, what what mm -hmm. uh, the uh, food pantry apparently had purchased a uh, building, mm -hmm. and even when they purchased that, there were I don't know whether it was the was it the planning board that had objections to parking and and where the building was located originally. Um, you know, I think that had um, some issues that maybe went beyond the planning board. There's some environmental issues. Um, I think the planning board, uh, you know, that's a hard one to comment on. I think it was a complex um, project that maybe some things could have been reviewed with the mm -hmm. planning board differently. I'm not, I, you know, I have a hard time answering that question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they apparently are now in the process of, uh, of selling it. Mm -hmm. um, Kind of nuts and bolts. Can you give me some recent types of cases that have come before the planning board and what the issues were? Recent types of cases and what the issues were. Hmm. Why don't you elaborate on that for me? Uh, um, I'm trying to think that one is is uh, parking. Uh, there was an uh, an issue in the town of Franklin. That they wanted to change the the bylaw and reduce the number of pocket spots mm -hmm. around uh, the downtown area, okay. which, for some crazy reason, was going to help 
the city of Boston and getting more people on the commuter train. Now, I don't know whether that was a planning board issue or that was a, a someone else's issue, but is that something that would come before the planning board, or is so that I a think different? So as, I think as we discussed before, a zoning bylaw change in the way that it operates in our community would be something that would originate with the town council, be referred to the planning board, and in some cases I believe it's reviewed by the Economic Development Committee, and then the planning board will then give their opinion back to the town council, and the town council ultimately approves it. So the planning board involvement is giving an opinion or perhaps suggesting changes to that bylaw, what the town council can accept or not accept. Um, that's my understanding of how it works. So in the sense of whether a parking bylaw um, is the purview of the planning board, ultimately they're the ones responsible for enforcing it when it comes to a site plan that's reviewed by the planning board. Um, mm -hmm. So they, they, okay, the sites that are, are built, first let's take residential, I don't know, condominiums mm -hmm. sites, right? Um, it always fascinates me that uh, those on town streets, mm -hmm. is, that, is that right? And so when, in, in a condo development? Yeah. They aren't town streets? Right. It's their private. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're private. Mm -hmm. and town doesn't plow them. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yep. Town doesn't have control. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't. I don't know, even know if they have control over traffic violations there. It, I, if I they're private, no um, you know, I'm not sure how the police operate on being able to. I would think it's a public safety issue that if they're private, they can. If there's something going mm -hmm. on, they they would access them to so, make sure our welfare of our citizens are taken care of. What would the if, if I were proposing a site plan? Mm -hmm for condominiums, let's take as as first example. Mm -hmm. What would I be looking for as issues? Or what what is it that they need to do to comply? Uh, just they need to follow the regulations that are on their books to comply. There's sidewalk issues, there's um, lot sizes, there's number of buildings that can be put on a lot. Um, spelled out in our zoning bylaws. It depends on where they're putting their condos, what part of town, um, what what area that they're planning to build those? It's all it's all spelled out according to what area of town that they're they're building them in, and whether it's permitted in the area of town. And and who resolves the issue whether there should be affordable housing in in a condominium area? Is, so that's that's put forward under um, affordable housing um, bylaws, which is the 40B. So that's zoning board. Mm -hmm. That's the zoning board. Mm -hmm. Not the planning board. Right. When we get to site plans of residential uh, development, mm -hmm. uh, again, uh, what is the involvement of the planning board in that? So that's under the subdivision control law. Um, so that is reviewed um, under the subdivision. Um, it's, I think it's chapter, oh gosh, I want to say 300. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think it's chapter 300 in our town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But. Um, are they reviewing how close the houses are? Mm -hmm. or, yep, or so all of that, they have to review um, how close they are to each other, safety, the length of the roads, whether it's on a cul-de-sac, um, number of houses on the lot, um, all of those things, sidewalks, width of the roadways, number of trees that are planted, street trees, drainage. Mm -hmm. um, in, in the subdivision, right, 
do they have any say about how the houses are constructed or any other thing? The materials, no. The, I mean, they can design review, they can look at the facades um, under design review, but generally speaking, no, they don't have any say on what the houses look like. Environmentally, though, they have a say on uh, what, runoff? Mm -hmm, absolutely. You can't put runoff onto somebody else's property. You, you have to contain your drainage on site. Mm -hmm. and, and tell us what a cul-de-sac is and what the purpose of a cul-de-sac is. A cul-de-sac is a, it's a, basically a dead-end street, so like a bulb, like a little drive around with a turnaround. Yeah, and mm -hmm. Then I have something different in mind. I have that there are holes in the ground. Oh. And around circles <laughs> and the stones at the bottom no. <laughs> and, and water. That, that's more like a detention basin to hold your water. A cul-de-sac is like um, yeah. if you're in a subdivision and you're driving down and you have houses built around. So you've um, got to make a semicircle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what, what is this thing from an environmental point of view? that a, a lot of subdivisions, or even schools, up by the mm -hmm. schools, there, there's... Yep, so that, that, that's the catch basin to filtrate, infiltrate your water to make sure it takes out um, impurities that don't go into our rivers and, and things to that extent, <laughs> and, and in basic terms. <laughs> and why do they have to build them? Or do, uh, I why gather. do they have to build them? Um, because there's regulations that require us to make sure our, our water is clean before it goes into our rivers. Yep. And is that part of the site review plan of the planning board? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yep. We're we're coming up with an uh, an issue that I don't know if the planning board has any uh, relation to it, but it, it's uh, surface runoff, and we're looking at charging a fee for impervious surfaces, mm -hmm. which the town council will be voting on in the near future. Uh, one of the problems I see with with that is that the fee will be charged both to nonprofits and colleges and churches and other organizations. Mm -hmm. That will have nothing to do with the planning board, though, right? As far as enforcement or or, or well, the, them the, recommending it, or, or the planning board will be responsible for making sure that that bylaw is enforced when they're reviewing plans. Mm -hmm. Oh, they will be responsible. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so when a site comes before them, or mm -hmm. uh, I'm not clear in my mind what, what you mean by enforcement. They have to make sure plans are compliant with the regulations that are on the books at the time. Yes. So they they will need to make sure that people that bring forward a site plan or a subdivision plan or however that particular um, regulation that you're discussing, if it's on the books, they need to make sure that plans are compliant with what's on the books. Mm -hmm. All right, but but the bylaw basically is a is a a, a fee. Uh, it, it's going to charge a fee, which well, the I'm fee is a different story. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm referring to what's right. what's. People need to comply with what is going to be on um, on on the regulations. On, on the yes, yeah. yeah, but the fee um, that's enforced by right. you know other other entities. Or, or, mm -hmm. Other entities, and mm -hmm. so they have the planning board has no input as to whether this is a good idea or a bad idea. Uh, I'm or sure. It's, it's so uh, 
when the regulations come forward, they'll need to provide input on that. But as far as the fee, no, they don't have any input they on the fee. They don't have any input on no. that. What, what around, what do you see as, as the reason that you should be on the planning board? In other words, what do you see your role as a member of the planning board? Um, I see my role as being somebody that can bring a new voice. Um, there's been um, the same members on the board for quite a while, and it's time for some change. I have the experience and the background. This is what I do for a living. It's what I've done for a living for the past 20 plus years. Um, and I think it's time for some, some change on our board. Um, I bring um, kindness. I bring um, a, an ability to listen to people. Um, I'm honest and open. Um, I have patience. I'm unconflicted. And I am willing to do the job that it takes to, to be a new voice on this board. How many open seats are, are, first of all, how many members of the planning board are there? Um, there's five full members and one associate. Five full members and one associate. Mm -hmm. The associate, I gather, is appointed. Uh, no, so the as actually the associate is a um, elected official as well. And are they running as an associate? For so that currently, position? the associate position is on the ballot, but nobody pulled papers to run for it. So no one took out papers to be an associate Correct. member. Mm -hmm. So how will that? position be filled? Um, well, that's a good question. I think my understanding is that it'll go through a an, an appointed position if nobody is okay. right in candidate that gets enough votes. So yeah. <laughs> the same way that the current associate was appointed right now, it'll... it'll. So there's five members of the planning board. Mm -hmm. Are all five members up for re-election? No, only two are right now. Mm -hmm. So the term is, what, a four-year term? It's four years, correct. So in, it, it, every two years it might be two members up for election, mm -hmm. and the other year it would be three members correct. up for election. Mm -hmm. uh, so right this year, there are how many candidates running? Two. Uh, how many two, candidates? Two, positions. two positions, four running. And four, four running. Sorry, yes, and, excuse me. And four people running. Yes. Mm -hmm. The the uh, when you were the town planner, mm -hmm. uh, were were any of the current members of the planning board members at that time? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're 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 familiar with uh, the members that uh, some of the members. I think there's uh, only one one member that wasn't a member when I was the town planner. So mm -hmm. they've been on the planning board. For a long time, quite a while, yes. Quite a while. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and so, uh, you're offering your professional expertise both as a Franklin Town planner and now in the private sector, uh, and this is no small undertaking. No. Because it it takes not only uh, education and professional experience, uh, but it and 
you've written some of the bylaws. I have. Some of the bylaws that are on the books today are, are ones that I wrote when I was the planner. So, you yep, know, <laughs> very familiar with them. Yeah, and you know, it's probably time some of them are updated and, and reviewed for uh, for our times today that it, it, it definitely needs to be to be looked at. And I'm, I'm hopeful that if I'm on that board, it's something that we can bring forward as a discussion for, for reviewing the bylaws to make sure that they're the best thing on the books for our community. Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned a master plan, and my opinion of master plans in mission statements is very negative. Okay. Uh, I don't see where a master plan ever has any purpose, and it only takes up time to write them. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your opinion of since you know, you've written sure. and been involved in that, why in the world do we need a master plan? You know, plan? that's a good question, but I think master plans can be a very useful tool. It's a guide, a guidebook. It's not meant to be something that is, you know, you have to do what's in the master plan. It's, it's, a, it's a good tool to look at, and if you look at our master plan that was written 10 years ago um, or so, you'll see that many of the items that are in that plan have been completed, and our town should be really proud of that. A lot of work went into it. Um, it's a great opportunity to ad identify locations for housing, um, where do we want to look to improve in our downtown, um, what are some cultural aspects of things, public land use. Um, it also helps us when we want to apply for grants. A lot of state grants require that you have um, things that you can point to. You can say, is this an, a, a goal in our town that we want to do? And our master plan is a good document to say, yes, this is outlined in our master plan. Um, and it helps us get funding. Um, and so I think a master plan, a lot of people say it just sits on a shelf, but in my opinion, it doesn't. It, it's a really great tool in so many aspects for our community. Beth, whirling, uh, running as a candidate for the planning board, what's the question I haven't asked you that you'd like to address? You know, Frank, I don't know as though it's so much of a question, but more of a, if, if elected, I would just like to say, um, I think there's a lot of, um, one board does this, one board does that, but I'd like to see boards working together. Let's all work together to make sure we can all be on the same page and talk to each other without saying that it's the council's responsibility to do bylaws and the planning board enforces them. Why can't we all work together to write a bylaw that we all like and enforce and adopt? Um, so let's work together to get that done. Let's, let's see what's going on with other committees and, and just try to all work together. Um, I've seen a lot of negativity during this campaign, and I just want to see people be positive. Let's let's be positive to, to each other and get through this, and and just just be working together instead of and working against each other. That'll make things so much easier. Beth, I got to say, I've never seen a bottle of water, <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of water, with vote November second planning board. Beth Burling, and you have uh, your uh, 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 website on it. Can you give us what that website is? Sure, my website is uh, bethwhirling.com, and that's um, www.bethwhirling, B-E-T-H-W-I-E-R-L-I-N-G.com. And Beth, is there a, a phone number or something else you would like to give out? 
if, if people want to reach you in your campaign? Sure, I also have um, an email address. It's um, my name, Beth Whirling, for the number four, planning at gmail.com. And you can find me on Facebook at Beth Whirling, um, for, uh, Beth Whirling for Planning Board. And uh, my phone number is 508. 369-4168. I'm really happy to discuss with anybody any questions. Um, this has been a great opportunity to discuss things, um, and I appreciate the time. You handed this out during the uh, uh, Harvest Festival in downtown Franklin on a very warm day. I'm sure a lot of people I'm sure. appreciated it. <laughs> yes, yep, I think so. <laughs> so best of uh, your running for the uh, planning board. We, Beth and I, both hope to see you at the uh, polls on November 2nd uh, at the Franklin uh, uh, Gymnasium, at the Franklin High School Gymnasium, but you can also vote by mail and vote in person at the town clerk's office. So uh, wishing you a, a great day, uh, both you. Beth and I. Thank you for tuning in and watching this program. Thank you very much. Thank you. This program was made possible by your Franklin friends and neighbors. Good folks just like you. Thanks for supporting Franklin TV. And thanks for watching.